the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in, we'll chat, and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Money, investing, and more. Retirement. It's one of those days, market set to move higher. Hazy day of summer kind of trading. Hasn't been a lot of consequential news flow for the United States stock market specifically. But true to form, this market just still hangs around, acting as unperturbed by weak economic data as a smile child does about a popsicle melting down their hand on a hot summer day. Um, yeah, record highs again. So we'll talk about this more as the show goes on. SP 500 sits at roughly 2190, the Dow at 18645, the Nasdaq 5255. They're all up about one third of 1%, maybe a little more, maybe a little less. Um, elsewhere out there, as far as, you know, top stories go, there's not a lot of top stories. Um, a lot of leaks about the new iPhone 7. So, and some people are starting to get skeptical and some people get kind of excited. Some people are getting skeptical and some people get excited. Whether it's, you know, let's get excited about the replacement cycle or let's get skeptical about America's just getting tired of the phone. Uh, you know, we got excited. We did our part for... Apple phone, four, five, six, but will we for seven? Uh, a lot of talk out there. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air with a lot of talk out there. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton with NewFocusFinancial.com. That's NewFocusFinancial.com. Let's talk retirement plan beneficiary mistakes. Isn't it just beneficiary mistakes overall, like insurance beneficiary mistakes, retirement plan beneficiary mistakes, or is there something unique to retirement plans that we need to know? Well, the, the main thing to know is that life insurance, annuities, and IRAs, 401ks, the beneficiary designation that you have overrides any will or trust that you've done. And so there, <laughs> the issue with especially retirement accounts, if you have a very wealthy person that faces estate taxes and they make beneficiary mistakes, their IRAs can be taxed at 70% plus because they have state taxes, they have federal taxes. 
um, and then they have estate taxes on top of the federal and state taxes. So it can really get nailed if you do it the wrong way. So the biggest issue is not having a beneficiary at all or naming your estate. Um, if you pass away under the age of 70 and a half, it forces your heirs to pay the taxes within five years. But if you've named them directly, they can stretch the tax issue over their lifetime and let the account continue to actually grow and just take out a little bit each year or more if they want to, but they have the flexibility of not having to pay Uncle Sam. And if you pay it out, a larger retirement account over five years, it, it increases the tax bracket to the higher levels, and you pay so much more to the feds if you would have been able to stretch it out over your lifetime. So naming your estate or no beneficiary at all, probably the two biggest mistakes that I see out there. So no beneficiary at all is a problem. What if you have no beneficiaries? What if you, like, you just don't care? You're single. Got a cat. Got a dog. <laughs> you can create a pet trust. God, I those people drive me crazy. It's a little odd, huh? Yeah. Um, they own a home, Helmsley? She left money to her cat or her dog? A lot of money. Like millions. Yeah, I'd be surprised in some of the state planning attorneys like Michelle Lerman that we have on quite often. She's had to do pet trust before. And people talk just, about them, and, and you go through a conversation with them, and they say, my girl's my my boys or whatever, and they're talking about their animals, yeah. not their children. <laughs> Isn't that just a big F you to humanity when you leave egregious amounts of money to an animal? Yeah, I guess it depends on what happens after the animal dies, too. Yeah. Well, that's a mistake that people can make is you leave retirement accounts to a trust, and the trust names a charity as a beneficiary in addition to the kids. And this is where education to your trustee comes into play because if certain deadlines aren't met... By September of the following year after death, the charity makes sure you have to get that paid out and done and over with, and the paperwork's submitted for the other kids by October in order to do these stretch IRAs. So a charity can actually complicate the IRA. Yet, if you're trying to benefit your church or your charity, the best asset to leave them is a portion of your retirement account because they will never pay taxes on that money. Nobody ever will. So, But you have to incorporate your trust, your beneficiary designations, and everything with that idea that you want to leave money to charity and to kids. Okay. Lots of complications in that, right? Yeah, you know, I've had a family member recently been named to a uh, trustee of a trust, mm-hmm. executor of the will, kind of, you know, the overseer of the the wealth. Yep. That's a stressful position. It's horrible. People act like, hey, I'm going to name you as my executor or my trustee, and, like, it's a great honor. And all of a sudden you're dealing with three kids that don't get along Mounds and mounds of paperwork, going through the person's desk, seeing where assets are aren't anymore. People looking for advances. Yeah. And if you don't have that person, I mean, oftentimes there are kids that don't get along. Um, oftentimes naming a professional fiduciary to yep. handle the estate for a fee is a better idea. Um, and simplifying things. You might have your trust, but you still need a, a separate letter that says what, you know, for certain items. Um, jewelry, your autos, um, things like that. Um, and so that way you can have a separate letter with your trust rather than a paying attorney every time you want to change your mind. One of the problems with this particular scenario, the executor, um, she, so the parents basically gave $200,000 to one daughter, made the other daughter the executor with a note that says you get $200,000 upon death, but they gave $200,000 to their one daughter so she go out and buy a house while the other daughter's waiting for the money. Let's say she waits 20, 30 years. Does she get 5% interest every year? Does she get... And then the original people, their house goes, let's say it goes bankrupt, and the house, like... They, so they still want money, because their house they bought in 2007 yeah. is now worthless, or upside down. It, and that's how it can get messy, very fast. Yeah. And then you get spouses going like, but don't we get interest? 
Or can I get a lump sum now because I want to buy a truck? Um, executor is not a sexy position. No, it's so. it's tough. And then, you know, 55% of marriages end in divorce. People have to update their estate plans after divorce. You've seen numerous stories where people die and money goes to the ex-spouse all the time. Um, and prenups. In ERISA law, if you're doing a second marriage, the prenup doesn't really help with your retirement plan. You have to have a spousal waiver after the fact. All fun topics at CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Google's working on a new operating system, which is worthy of note, in large part because you're like, why do we need a new operating system? Exactly. It's something we don't know we need yet. Probably. (laughs) But do we need it? Maybe. It's tied towards the Internet of Things. It's not based on Android. Um, There's a... Description that says pink plus purple equals equals fuchsia. A new operating system. And you're like, okay, that's kind of vague. Google is saying it's probably too early to have any firm release information about it. But they did say eventually will be public, documented, and announced. Just not yet. So one of the next big things that you'll be able to invest in, if you learn to do it right, you know, um, you've seen some virtual reality plays for, like, from Pokemon Go, like uh, semiconductor companies do very, very well. ATI uh, was acquired. Um, so you're looking at this point in time for plays that can do well. So the Internet of Things, you know, will Google use it, the new software to replace and unify Android and Chrome? Companies, two operating systems that run on mobile laptops, you know, respectively. Will it be more of a Linux type angle that they're trying to get into businesses? Will it be more of a business server, or will it help tie together your phone with your computer, with your lights at home, with your microwave oven? We'll hear in the coming days and coming weeks. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Black now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Did you see the Hussein Bolt dash last night? There's an insane picture where at one point in time he looks over his shoulder and there's a whole body, not body length, but body difference of open space between him and the other runners. And that feels kind of like the market right now. If you're a bull, holy mackerel, if you think the markets are going higher, good for you. Um, National Guard activated after night of an unrest in Milwaukee. The world is not ideal in any way, shape, or form. 
and uh, it's going to always create problems on the business side of things of Wall Street. I'm not going to talk social. That's not my job. There's far better people who can do that better than I can. But there's always going to be resentment, and there's always going to be anger, and a lot of it's based in the right area. Elsewhere out there, home builder sentiment edged up about two points in August. We need more housing in the United States. It's one of the reasons our housing prices have gotten out of control again. So builder morale improvement gives hope for more construction. Builder confidence in the market for new single-family homes rose more than expected in August. That's a hopeful sign for increased construction. Um, you need the builders saying, you know what, we need to hire project managers, we need to get commodities, we need to get you know permits. Uh, when they're optimistic, they do that. When they're pessimistic, they don't. New construction, new home sales are on the rise in most areas of the country. Um, and that's helping to boost some builder sentiment. So it's the economic data has been erratic in recent months, but the fundamentals that support demand for housing, like mortgage rates and job creation, remain strong. Let's bring in Tony Mendez from BayAreaLoanSource.com to talk a little bit more about what's going on with the builders. Joining me now, Tony Mendez, talking a little real estate. And Tony and I are friends, and we go back ways. And he does all my mortgage loans and Anytime I need to refer someone, I know that he gets the job done. Um, he and I talk on a regular basis, and one of our conversations recently was, I think you should consider buying or pushing Oakland as the next big thing, in large part because of the Google buses, because of the Facebook buses. It's telling me that people are willing to travel large distances to get to work, and they want affordable housing. They also want a party in San Francisco, but they want affordable housing, and I look at the affordable housing of Oakland as attractive compared to San Francisco enormously. And I think the next wave of jobs, maybe it's people getting fired. Maybe it's, maybe the jobs don't come. But I think if jobs come, I think, you know, an area like in Oakland will do very, very well. What's your thoughts? Well, the first important thing that you said was it's affordable or more affordable. And the Bay Area, everybody knows the Bay Area is expensive. I mean, median home prices is over $500,000. And that pertains to Oakland as well. There's several $500,000 homes plus. Um, but, yeah, I think that's something that a lot of people have to start considering, places like the East Bay, Oakland, San Leandro, Hayward, Fremont, and so on. Well, Fremont, maybe not so much. Uh, their, their median price is over 600000 But it's all about affordability, and people are starting to look at places like Oakland and, and Jack London condos and so forth. There was a big condo rush in Oakland, um, and which has driven the the community there. There's a really nice... Um, night uh, uh, nightlife in Oakland. You know, the Fox Theater's there, Broadway, Telegraph area is really nice. I'll be and, honest with you. I went to a show. I saw Train, I think it was. Who else have I seen there? You saw the the girl. What's her name? Um, pianist. Yeah. What is her name? Uh, 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 uh. That one. That one. Um, long story short, got really drunk. Had a good time. Partied, stayed at a hotel right across from the Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, Rebecca something. Why am I forgetting this? Anyway, neither here nor there. I think it, it's vibrant enough. In Regina. Regina Spector. You're correct. Okay, so different topic. Different topic. Um, And I might have been the only straight male there that night. Just so you know. Just so you know. Um, So is there a chance that we're wrong about potentially thinking that the next big thing is Oakland when in reality, like, you mix that with people under 35. They're future home buyers. They're the future jobs that we need to come in and support an area. Again, I own no real estate in Oakland. I'm just, you know, talking this through that I don't think anyone can afford my city. 
Um, they could afford the outskirts of my city, which I guess maybe that's the outskirts of the San Francisco. Is Oakland? And should people be looking at the outskirts of great cities, or should they be looking at Oakland? Oh, uh, I, I would look at. I would. It's all up to. Uh, that's a tough question, Rob. Because I know there's no right answer. There is no right answer. Uh, first-time home buyers, especially, are are getting squeezed. Their rents are going up, home prices are going up, rates are going up. There's no inventory. Right. I mean, what? How, how worse of a scenario can you have? Um, and and that eventually is going to turn neighborhoods in, in, into better neighborhoods. There's going to be some transitions, and Oakland is one of them, and the outlying areas of Oakland. Uh, and we're already starting to see that. Um, there was a big condo push like we had talked about, and, and that's revitalizing a lot of the businesses in, in, that are nearby. And, and that's going to continue spreading. Uh, the, the area between Berkeley and Oakland, that's being revitalized. Uh, and home prices are going up. Taxes are going up. Uh, revenues from taxes are going up. So it, it, it's a snowball effect, um, so to speak. And at the same time, a lot of more people are able to refinance and stay in their home. So... Um, I like Oakland. I like the East Bay. There's it, it, this morning traffic was great. I was okay. able to get up and down 880 at six o'clock this morning. That's it rare, was, it, which is rare. Typically, there's a couch on the road. You know what's funny is I hear, uh, you know, I check the traffic reports and 880 is great. You know, there's always something on 580 or 680, and never on 880. Rarely, except for a, a except for the couch. Tra- tractor trailer flipped tra- over into the right, East Bay. I know what you're trying to say, but you know, I, I like the fact that you've changed your. You tune. know that I'm. Oh, you know, I've ch- you've changed your tune on on East Bay. I'm not. I a, like it. No, I'm. I'm saying you always have to look at the opportunities and trends, and I am fascinated by the millennials because they don't mind smaller spaces. So I think if Oakland hits, I think it will be in the condos and townhouses, which I typically it, it don't. There's so few inventory right now in condos, and and all of them are expensive. But there's a lot of people that still could be as you use the word, pushed out. Um, I use the word gentrification. It goes back to my time in New York when I saw Hell's Kitchen go from a rough neighborhood to a lot of yuppies sipping, you know, uh, grass tea. And I think the same thing happens in Oakland where the taxes go up. I think people get pushed out. I think the anger that you saw in San Francisco over Google buses, I think, turns into the anger that you'll see in Oakland is, again, money, money talks. And rent control loses over time as landlords and owners want desperately to get higher costs out of uh, higher payments out of people. Anyhow, and anyway, that's Tony Mendez. You can find him at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. Good resource for all things tied towards real estates and loans. BayAreaLoanSource.com. And I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Oil is rising to a three-week high amid OPEC output freeze speculation. Not necessary reality, but speculation. Someone saw Saudi talking to a Russian, and they're thinking, hmm, maybe this means that they're going to cut production. Oil has rebounded more than 10% since closing below $40 a barrel and tumbling into a bear market earlier this month. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money investing, and more. And this is a little Regina Spector. I hear it
Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. percentage of Americans under 35 who hold credit card debt has fallen to its lowest level since 1989. A new reluctance to use credit cards is expected to have lasting effects. Some older Americans have been shedding credit card debt since the financial crisis that began in 2008. But no other age group has seen the decline in proportion of holding credit card debt more rapidly than young Americans, millennials. It's pretty clear that young people are not interested in becoming indebted in the way that their parents did. What's interesting about that, that's great. That's fantastic. But it's not the credit card that's the problem. It's the person who doesn't pay off the credit card that's the problem. Or the person that puts on groceries. Or the person that's living paycheck to paycheck that uses the credit card as, well, a little extra. Um, Some of the repercussions for the financial system. Early use of credit cards has in the past helped People develop good comfort level with credit, which can last a lifetime, which can help uh, purchasing bigger forms of debt like homes and cars. Um, credit card debt automatically saves me, credit card usage automatically saves me 2% because I'm using 2% cashback cards. Um, sometimes if there's a one-time sign-up and you get 40,000 miles and uh, 4,000 points, that's a $400 flight. I'll be like, sure, I'll take that. Now, I manage it, and, you know, at my lunchtime, I'm looking at my credit karma. I'm not looking at, you know, uh, Yahoo Sports. So, having debt's not a bad thing. Not being able to service it is a bad thing. Not getting into high interest payments, a horrible thing. Uh, I pay off my balance every month. So far, the system's worked for me, and I'm over 40 years old. So, it's not like I'm a... Uh, a Wookiee. Did he say Wookiee? I did say Wookiee. New Chewbacca call? There we go. <laughs> Chewbacca says he wants some C- Chewbacca says he wants some CFP Chad Burton. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. As I get older... And I guess as I get closer to retirement age, I'm starting to see my friends who are getting older and getting closer to retirement age, and they have no money saved. And they're kind of counting on, like, the last couple of years to really kick it in. Mm-hmm. Um, are you seeing that as well? Because I'm seeing, like, a couple that's been out of, out of work for six months, both of them, and they're going to Costa Rica. And I'm like... Wow, that's denial. It's denial, right? Now, some of it's on airplane, airplane points, but at the same time, get get the job. I look at that as like one year of income that's gone out the door already, and it's not getting any better. Right. You do have to stay positive and think positive when you're in that situation and keep moving forward. Maybe that's what they're trying to do, take a little break from reality. But um, not only am I not am I seen kind of in the in the 40 to 45 year old range, especially. Okay. I don't know what it is about that that age. Maybe it was just the you know going through the stock market in their 20s. Um, seeing the tech correction and all that kind of stuff. Maybe they just stop saving. But not only am I seeing that in a, in a really small account, retirement account values, because I get these calls from, hey, can you help my sister out? She just changed jobs and she wants to do something. And so you know, I'll do a call once in a while with, 
with somebody that'll say, hey, yeah, I, I just changed jobs. I was a teacher. Now I want to become an actress. Um, <laughs> so I've got 20000 in my retirement account, and I also want to buy a house. <laughs> so it's like... So how can how can I, I how can I get the money out without paying too much in taxes in order to buy the house? I'm like, okay, you want to take okay first you're renting a home where no. somebody is fixing the problems that occur, okay, and now you want to buy a home where you're going to pay the property taxes, the maintenance. You're yep. the landlord, so you have to break the you know if the pipes break, sure, you're fixing it. You have a, a new job with unstable income. I just don't get those types of decisions that people make that bring all that stress in their lives and jump on real estate after it's rallied as far as it has. A lot of people don't do the math either mm-hmm. in those scenarios where maintenance on your house should cost somewhere between 1% to 5% of the, the worth of the house. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money for a lot of people because, I mean, you're constantly putting on paint every 10 years or five years if you're trying to do it indoors and got kids and things like that. So, But I could top your friend. Okay, so you have the person who's a teacher who wants to be an actress. <laughs> I've got a woman who's going through a divorce, friend, and she's got $160,000 of credit card debt. Oof. Her husband hasn't worked in five, six years and keeps telling people he's a he's an entrepreneur. He's got this deal coming down the pipeline and, you know, he's going to get someone to sign. And like, I'm like, you're 45 years old. Yeah. You're going to work yeah. till the day you die. And she's like, well, he's promised to pay me back. I'm like, no, 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 no. Bankrupt. Like you, you almost have to say, because it's going to take him 10 years to pay back 160,000. There's no way 160,000 cards and then they're not working and just the <laughs> minimum payments that how do we how do we run into these people? Because they they look like normal responsible people, and then you see that like they've just lived denial for such a long period. And I'm like, it sucks because it wears me down. Where I'm like, that person's gonna be living in a trailer, right? And they don't know that yet. And I wonder where some of these lending clubs and other places that you can borrow money online. How much debt is being hidden from spouses with those types of websites yeah. out there? I don't. Even, we shouldn't even talk about it because you're gonna encourage someone to go do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's whoops. <laughs> that's that's frightening to me. Yeah. What are some of the um, areas? Like, I'll say this: I've got four or five retirement accounts that I haven't consolidated, and I should. Um, I've got one from Schwab that I just have to walk across the door, walk across the parking lot, and it was an account that I had twenty years ago that had twenty thousand dollars of Time Warner. Um, that's all it had, hmm. and I've. They had lost my address, so they're like, you have to come in person and sign something. you got to be careful with that, too, because eventually if they can't find you, they'll turn it over to the state and it's lost. Yeah. Okay, bonds are paying, you know, 3% or less on average for, you know, shorter duration bonds. CDs are paying absolutely nothing. Right. And the stock market's rallying on global concerns, which is, at the same time, bonds are rallying. So what strategy, what strategy should I have in place, and how do I pull money out of my accounts minimize taxes and do all the right things in retirement. That's what this one's all about. Well, what I was trying to bring up is that like I'm slopping my account management and I'll get on air and tell people, don't be slopping your account management, you know, consolidate those IRAs. Um, so you're that guy. <laughs> I've done well. I've got enough saved for retirement that I can live till the day I die. Um, as long as I cut expenses, which is part of the 10 pillars of retirement, know your expenses, right? That's right. And you have to be careful, too, because it's like, uh, you know, people say, okay, I'm going to sell my house and move and cut expenses. But they figured that about things like property taxes on their home. You know, if they're enjoying that really, really low Prop 13 number, you, I mean, you really have to model this out. So you have to work with a certified public accountant, CPA, and a financial planner to be able to map out your cash flow and say, if I sell this house because I, I have to cut my expenses and move elsewhere, maybe you move to a state that doesn't have... Uh, 
you know, state income taxes. You, I mean, you still have to map this out to see what the differences are when you're 85, 90 years old, because that's what you're really fighting against. Usually people have enough money to last until they're about 80, 85, but right. you have to live till you're you know, 100 years old. I mean, there's so much innovation in healthcare and technology, and people are going to be living longer, titanium hips. I bet my knee's going to feel better in 20 years than it does right now. That's CFP Chad Burton. You can get more information. You can learn about him. Great downloadables at the website, newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. And I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Don't be shy. Give me a call, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. California is going through some horrible forest fires right now, and they're hitting some communities that didn't expect to get hit. They're hitting some communities that got hit last year. Um, you should have homeowner's insurance. You should look at it on a regular basis. I myself have homeowner's insurance, and I update it every five years. Just uh, in the last five years, the cost to rebuild my home has gone up based on inflation. The guy that swings a hammer is happily employed, and he's turning down jobs to uh, rebuild homes. And if you want your home rebuilt first, you better pay up or shut up or get out of the way. Um, So know that. So what else should you do about the wildfires? Well, you should have your phone. Take pictures of everything in your home, roughly. You don't have to lay out every single shirt. You don't have to lay out every single uh, tack. But if you've got nice pots and pans that you got from your, you know, wedding, uh, document it. If you've got a $5,000 computer, oh, come on, you don't have a $5,000 computer. But if you do, document it. Um, because the cost of stuff inside your home, you know, uh, is part of the insurance. And you need to look at how much insurance coverage you have. Now would be a good day to pick up the phone and call your insurance agent. 800 Geico, 800 USAA, whoever it is you're calling, call them. Um, I use Geico in USAA in large part because um, my father was part of the military, and one of the things the military does is give pretty good rates for the dependents and for the, the active members of the military. So it's a pretty amazing thing, all things considered, because it's pretty good insurance at a pretty low rate. But Geico's good, too. Um so anyway, document things because horrible things can and will happen from time to time. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Don't be shy. Pick up the phone. Give me a call. Welcome back. 516. Roberto Nicolau. That's 800. Talking money, 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 money. 516-1220. 
<laughs> now, fast back and furious. to Rob Black and your money. What's going on in the world first and foremost? Not a lot. I'd say it's late summer. This is one of those times that if I were a company that had some bad news to release, this is the time I would release it. Um, markets are higher. Record territory. Woohoo! Like I said last week, open your 401k statement and be proud. And ask yourself that question. Don't you wish you had put more in? Hmm. I think so. So, some of the top stories out there. Uh, oil's at 45.53. It's higher on speculation that Russians, Saudi Arabia are chit-chatting. Uh, markets are just slowly working higher today. Gold's a little bit higher. Silver's a little higher. Ten-year treasury sits at 1.54%. 1.54%. The VIX, very low volatility, which is a bad sign. That tells you that there's not a lot of nervousness going on out there. Not a lot of anxiety, which is something you want. I know it sounds odd, but it is very true. That's something you want. Uh, Home builder sentiment up by two points in August on shortage of existing homes. Um, that's one of the things that's keeping housing prices high. I cannot believe it. Someone bought a house on my road for $2.7 million. I live on a road with a house worth $2.7 million. Sorry. That appalls me. Um, you know, it's like, love you, mean it. It's not a good thing. Oil. Well, it's, it's a good thing if I'm going to sell in the next year or two, but... The affordability issue is so problematic for people, uh, for real people. Uh, oil extends gains amid speculation of OPEC production freeze. Um, that would be that would piss me off. It pisses you off if like if Intel were to say we're only gonna come out with a million semiconductors this year. Do you know what the price of semiconductors would do? Um, probably go up a thousandfold. So when OPEC nations and they get together with Russia and go, we're only going to pump so much oil out of the ground. Okay. You're a cartel. I get it. Um, Google building a new operating system that looks like it's not going to be built upon the Linux kernel. It looks like it is going to be something fresh. And it probably is going to be tied towards the applications in the Internet of Things. The I, big I, little O, big T, Internet of Things. A lot of new banking startups out there. You know, I talked a little bit about millennials and how they don't trust credit cards. And they should. But they also don't trust banks. And that's come helped some companies like Simple and Chime, encouraging millennials to spend and save through a mobile app rather than keeping their money in a more traditional bank. Uh, Venmo, another one which you've probably used or you've seen someone use, allows users to more easily transfer money. Uh, they just added an option to pay in other apps using Venmo, much like Apple Pay. Your health insurance costs are likely going to rise in 2017. Health insurance premiums will increase by 5% in 2017 for employees. Um, that's about on par with employers' predicted expenses. The 133 companies that were polled... So they're going to raise the average about 5% once they've put through the plan design updates for the new year. Without those plan changes, employers' expenses would rise by 6% in 2017. Uh, the cost of health care is not getting cheaper. And, you know, you can do a couple things. You can get super healthy. Uh, that'll help your costs. You'll still have health insurance, but maybe your premium will go down because you're skinnier or healthier. Maybe you're 
blood levels will come more in line. But also you'll be using your deductible less and you'll be using your coinsurance less. So more than half of the employees surveyed said they're high offering high deductible plans um, basically as an option or fully replacing the coverage with high deductible plans. So you're getting the same for less. Or no, 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 no. You're getting the same plan for more. Or you're getting less for more. Ooh, neither of those two are good. That's called inflation. So uh, there's a lot of health saving plans. For high deductible plans, the IRS set a minimum deductible of 1300 for individual plans and 2600 for family coverage. Maximum out-of-pocket expenses are $6,550 for individuals, $13,100 for families. Uh, you'll find that those numbers are very me, um, but keep an eye on them. So, Airbnb winning big time in Rio, even in the poorest of neighborhoods. Um, so Airbnb decided to work with the Olympic Games to try to make it as positive of experience as possible. A lot of people in Brazil have lost their jobs, and Airbnb is a source of income, even in a crappy slum area, right? Um, some people are okay with that. Some people are even choosing to stay in uh, the, f- the favelas, I think they're called. Airbnb has a strong trust and safety team that's proactively monitoring its listings. For Airbnb, it's all about how you ensure safety to the community. That's super important. Brazil got its first taste of home sharing two years ago with the World Cup. So, it's in the blood. Blood, blood, blood. Um, the iPad reportedly is going to get a big revolutionary redesign in 2018, tied heavily towards the screen and the size of it. Uh, it's going to probably move more towards 10.5-inch screen, which is kind of more in line with commercial and educational markets. And the screen is going to get, like, um, OLED. Um, uh, very powerful uh, screen technology with edge-to-edge screens, smaller little bezels and such. An ice cream shop owner out of Washington, he, his ice cream shop's called Mad Hatter's, and uh, he used to serve 21 three-gallon tubs of ice cream every 10 days. Now he's going through 28 tubs every three or four days. Why? Because there's one of the Pokemon monsters right in front of his ice cream store. Would he pay to put that there? Heck yeah, he would. So you kind of see the power of Pokemon Go. You want people coming to McDonald's? Put a Pokemon monster there. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, 
whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.